this. We can start a little Fistmas toast. Fistmas toast. Fistmas toast. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, Rick. Rick, nice. off, off camera. Yes, nice. our executive producer, Rick. Uh, the supplier of Fistmas. This from Rick. Cheers. All right. <laughs> well, hello. I'm Father Dominic. Mm. And you're still drinking. Oh, I'm Almond Eric, and that is delicious. That is good. Well I don't done. Think I've never had the Fistmas. Yeah. Red well, ale with ginger and orange peel. Ooh. No coffee tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, no, no coffee. <laughs> uh, this is great. Welcome to our Ed Talks podcast, Christmas edition. Woo! As you can tell by our very festive wears i didn't wear my bow tie i have a red bow tie that whitney bought me for this christmas um you never owned it before no this is this this december i was given it and i have worn it on multiple occasions including to the youth group christmas party oh so that was the bow tie you're wearing okay yeah yeah. are you gonna wear it with your tux to midnight mass this year i wear it to midnight mass at uh, christmas midnight mass i will wear it i wore it to another christmas party uh, it's getting nice. a lot of lot of use. I'm so you'll kind of look very Mickey Mousey with the black tux. That's not and what the, I'm going for. I'm not, I was not and going the, and the red bow tie. I mean, I, like now know. I'm not going to wear it. No, now wear it. Show up like Mickey Mouse for well, mass. I, I don't think anyone's going to say Mickey oh, Mouse. Man. Well, you just, just did. I don't know why I think of Mickey Mouse. I think okay. of black tux and you got to wear it. <laughs> I'll if wear anything, it. it'll give me extra joy <laughs> at the midnight mass when I see it come in. Well, I will wear it. To give you that extra joy. All right, good. I mean, I'll get enough of it from the Lord. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we are pre-recording before Christmas, but we're We're, in our Christmas spirit. That's right. So, like God, we are living outside of time right now where we're talking about the future in the past, but we're in the present. That's the already not yet. All right. (laughs) The already not yet. We're already... Celebrating Christmas while it's not yet Christmas, but it's in the right now. I, it's very Catholic of us. I just went cross-eyed. I don't know what you were. You never heard of the already, not yet? No. Oh, so this is. I'm like, ready. It's kind of our, like, it's, it's, a, it's a phrase within our Catholic theology because that's kind of the, the place we're in now post-resurrection, right? So Jesus has risen from the dead. God has come. The Messiah has come. So the kingdom of God is at hand, as Jesus says in all the Gospels. Yet, we are still waiting for the second coming when all will be reunited, body and souls back together, and then we'll rise from the dead and enter into the glorious kingdom of heaven, which we're still waiting for. So we're in the already, in, we're already in the kingdom of God, yet not yet in heaven that's coming so it's the already not yet it's I got like it. we're in a waiting like florida god's waiting room but it's everywhere wait a sec this is like florida well this this particular room is a little like florida I'm a little <laughs> warm. very warm in here it's very warm um all right already not yet i like it thank you so for that's it. our christmas episode also about eschatology yeah okay the whole other thing on eschatology another day. Yes. Emphasize the E. But Christmas. Paul, you were kind of explaining to me before we began that yeah, we there's have... a difference between the incarnation and Christmas. And I will tell you a little bit about why. I When I first learned this. Lay it on me. I was in high school. And I was, as all high schoolers are, 
pretty sure that I knew everything that needed to be known. And so I feel like you're that way now. I just got a head start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and in high school, I was given a test. It was at a Catholic high school about, you know, just a simple test on the mysteries of the rosary. So I'm, I'm your high school is already way more Catholic than mine. <laughs> I don't think I ever learned about the mysteries of the rosary in high school. Oh yeah, oh yeah, my. And I love St. Pat's go Shamrocks, but I don't think I've ever learned about the mysteries of the rosary. Oh yeah, we were tested on this. This was this is like probably freshman year. It's fantastic. So, so I'm sitting there. So I'm, I'm you know joyful mysteries. Boom. I'm I'm not gonna Annunciation, Visitation, and I'm like I'm gonna say should I say Christmas? Should I say the birth of Jesus, the Nativity? I'm, no, I'm gonna say the incarnation, incarnation, presentation, the finding in the temple. I get my test back wrong i was like what do you mean wrong like it's not the incarnation it's the nativity i was like it's the same thing my teacher was like absolutely not the incarnation happened at the annunciation at mary's yes when she said yes to be the mother of god the holy spirit descended upon her and at that moment christ entered into humanity at the moment of his conception was the incarnation. When he was made flesh was at the incarnation. And, so, and it is a distinct and a, and a very real point. And in fact, in our family faith formation, we learn the same thing, that the annunciation and the visitation are, well, the, the annunciation immediately precedes the incarnation because Mary has to say yes. She gets announced, she, the, she doesn't conceive Jesus until she says yes, which is that beautiful kind of thing, right? God never imposes, he proposes. Mm -hmm. So that's it. So incarnation, uh, happened on March 25th. Now, I have to say, that's that's not a hill I would die on of all the theological hills, but I I, I won't say you're wrong. Well, if you want to get those five points back for me. <laughs> it's all about those points. In the mid-90s at Seton <laughs> in Manassas, Virginia, you you write to Ann Carroll uh, and let her know. She might be watching right now. She, hi, hi, hello, Mrs. Carroll. <laughs> Thank you. I agree now. 25 years later or something like that. I don't know. Anyway. She'll send you those points back in the mail. Yes. <laughs> we'll go on your permanent record. All right. I'm in. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but the nativity, right? The birth of Jesus. Just uh, an awesome, joyous event. We see it. We celebrate it. We see it like kids love it. Adults love it. Everybody loves Christmas. Of course. And it's awesome. Maybe not always for the holiest of reasons, but that's that's okay because it's sometimes you need that that carrot on the stick that gets you that hooks you in to understand the the true reason for the season. Yeah, you know if presents help, that's okay. If eggnog helps, who doesn't like getting? <laughs> what other other like family traditions that you have? Like, is there anything you do with the girls in particular at Christmas every year? Is there? Yeah. Um. So t what what do you what do you do? Well, we we one year attempted to do a fancy dinner on Christmas. And I say one year because <laughs> it was, it was a successful? catastrophic failure. <laughs> I was trying to make flan and I was wow. burning my hands and the sugar and it was, and I was not. In Did a you end up at a Chinese restaurant? <laughs> rah, 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 rah. <laughs> the duck. <laughs> the duck. It's looking at me. It's, 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 smiling, it's smiling at, at me. me. That's the line. Yeah. Um, Love that movie. Oh, God, it's a great movie. So, we did that in a, the, about midway through, and then we ran out of some things. So we had to look, and there's like in the whole city, there's like one grocery store that's open after one o'clock in the afternoon. And so, like, anyway, it was so Whitney just looked at me and was like, never again. <laughs> From now on, we just do finger foods. And I was like, all right, so Christmas. How many guests did you have at oh, dinner? 
just my wife's parents. That's it. Oh my goodness. It was just, and we didn't even have Magdalene at the time. It was like <laughs> five people. And uh, anyway, it was so. Okay. One one of our traditions now is to have only we just kind of snack. We have a, we have a nice spread like cheese and crackers. We put, love Costco, right? The the king of the frozen things. You oh, pop in the beautiful. oven, spanakopita, all that stuff. So that's Christmas Day. We don't really feast. We just snack and just enjoy each other's company. We stay in your pajamas, no tuxedos. Well, we go. So we get up and the kids. So Santa Claus does not wrap presents for our kids. Oh, he just he just drops them in a. How a, thoughtful of Santa! Santa's a That's good, nice. Yeah. Saves on uh, he's recycling. A, he's and, a very environmentally conscious. I didn't know in that. our household. He's gone green. He does. He he. You know, he respects different family traditions, okay. which is cool about Santa Claus. Yes, but in for our family, he drops the presents. So they, the, our kids, are allowed to just enjoy and celebrate the gifts from Santa Claus. Until we go to mass, and then we go to mass. So we get dressed up. We go to mass. Um, we like. The, I like that. I like how it pauses the day and reminds us. Okay, it's not just about stuff that we're getting. Mm-hmm. I like that on Christmas Day, and then we return, and then we have our mimosas, um, and we uh, open up the gifts that are wrapped from ourselves and from our family and friends and things. And so then we do that and basically just snack the whole day and just kind of enjoy each other's company. That's, that's our Christmas and uh, it's worked way better than, <laughs> than a, trying to cook than flan. a seven plate tasting meal <laughs> with flan or whatever. Trying it was. to be your own Michelin star yeah. kitchen. Speaking of seven plate, Michelin starred kitchen. Tell us about your family oh, tradition. I'd love to, because I can't wait. My favorite meal of the year. <laughs> so in Italy, it's uh, a common tradition to fast from meat on Christmas Eve, and different regions of Italy will share in different numbers of meatless dishes. Most of them have fish, and so, and the number obviously corresponds to something very Catholic. So. Um, you know, tw- some are doing 12 for the 12 apostles. Some do three for the Trinity. My family is from Bari in the south. We're at the, at the top of the hill, Bari, and on the, the coast. Mm-hmm. And uh, so shellfish is very popular in my family and in, in the Bari, Bari's tradition. Um, and so we do seven fishes. Uh, so seven for the seven sacraments. Um, so we generally have a like um it's called zuppa de mar it's a, it's like basically fish pasta some restaurants called zuppa de pesha um and then in the in the the pasta we have mussels clams mm-hmm. uh lobster tail shrimp um calamari all sitting in the in the pot we do stuff actually do stuffed calamari oof. in in the pasta sauce and you get to eat the oh 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 that's good um and then we have oysters um we eat raw. We do baked clams. Uh, sometimes there's uh, some salmon. Uh, we do um, squid salad. Sometimes is really good or octopus salad, which is very tasty. Uh, depends what my aunt and uh, cousin and their her daughter is in the mood to cook. They're the cooks. So and they are, they've been cooking this meal. So my my when I was a kid, it would be my grandma and my aunt would be my grandma's sister in law. Um, and and then other cousins would. My father was a big big cook too. They'd all pitch in and cook. So now, and my grandparents are gone. My parents live out in Las Vegas now. So my aunt still is like the main 
chef, if you will. And then her daughter, my cousin Phyllis, and her her daughter, my cousin Regina, her and I are the same age. So that's three generations. That's awesome. Uh, that are that are cooking this meal. Um, I help with opening up all the shellfish. That's my job. So I can't screw that up too bad. <laughs> um, but it's oh, it's delicious. So it's a, it's my favorite meal of the year. And then on Christmas Day, um, they have some kind of meat dish. But I'm with my mom's Irish family on Christmas Day. Oh. And of course, you have awesomely reinstituted at St. Ed's the Midnight Mass at midnight. At midnight. It's awesome. I've been getting phone calls. <clears throat> oh, really? People asking what time midnight mass is? Yeah, like, the, but but saying, it's at midnight, right? Yeah. And I say, yes, they go. Yes, yeah. like people are midnight pumped. mass awesome. at midnight. You're that you are the first that midnight mass here at Saint Anne's is the first midnight mass that I ever been to in my whole life. For you personally, for me personally. Oh, really? And so I went. Yeah, I. That's that's a personal. So I grew up going to midnight mass. I'm talking about like family traditions. So my dad uh, worked at, at a hospital as a storeroom clerk, and so he would, and inevitably every Christmas he'd have to work in the morning. <clears throat> pretty not very early but a regular shift so we would always host our dinner at our house because our chicago bungalow could hold at the time there was probably 30 of us that got together for christmas wow. eve and all the fishes um and so we would finish up you know cleaning everything and then you know my dad would stay home to finish cleaning but i think it was really wrapping presents now <laughs> uh, my mom and i would go to midnight mass uh, and we would have mass together because then in the morning we'd wake up, unwrap presents, and my dad have to go off to work. And then my mom and I would generally order some Chinese food and watch a Christmas story, <laughs> nice. uh, which was great. Um, so I grew up going to midnight mass, and then we got a new pastor, and he changed at 1030, and I thought that was really stupid. Um, and I was like, if I was ever a priest, and how the Lord laughs, <laughs> if I was ever a priest, I'd make midnight mass at midnight all the time, and that's – Darn it, that's what I'm doing. It's great. It's midnight great. mass supposed to be at midnight. I I have um, yeah my personal uh, this is supposed to be year three of this Woo. new um, personal tradition of getting the girls to bed, going downstairs. Whitney and I watch Home Alone, and we wrap nice. presents, and then the presents are pretty much all wrapped, and it's 11:30. I go upstairs, put on a tuxedo, and I. Walk this year with a red bow tie. With this year with a red Mickey Mouse bow tie, apparently. Uh, <laughs> and I walk through the streets of Mayfair, singing Christmas carols at the top of my lungs to all the families that are desperately trying to sleep. And uh, I go to midnight mass, and it's awesome. So now I'm told that. this was not. They we didn't do this when I was a kid, and I wish we did. But I'm told by my dad and my cousins when they were when they were little kids. And they'd be at my great, be my great grandmother's house for for this meal. They'd be eating all day and night. They would take a break to go to midnight mass, and then come back, and that's when they'd have all the fried desserts, all the fried Italian desserts, and then continue to eat all night. And at some point in there, I don't know if it was before going to mass or when they came home after midnight mass. Um, I, in my, that my Italian side of the family, there's only one female cousin. My dad had four brothers and this poor girl, Phyllis. Um, and now she's one of our cooks and she's a fantastic cook. Um, <laughs> they would turn all the lights off in the house and then all the kids would get a candle. And since Phyllis was the only girl, she got the baby Jesus and they would do a procession around my great grandmother's house. Wow. Um, Phyllis would carry the baby Jesus and the boys would all have candles and they would sing silent night as they walked through the house in procession and then 
Phyllis would put the baby Jesus into the crash, and then they would sing, oh, come, let us adore him, turn on all the lights. And I think then they would start opening gifts together as, as a family. Oh, that's awesome. That um, is magical. That's so cool. And they're telling me, I think I was in the seminary when they were like telling us about this old tradition they had. I'm like, why did you stop? Oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah. And it was, and the way they told me it, it was all in the context of like, why am I the only one of our generation that like goes to church? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's not the reason why my cousins don't practice their faith, but like you didn't celebrate it that way. Right. I mean, like you took away those cool traditions and I'd love to see, Stuff like that come back for families. Yeah. You know, because you need those cool little things to do at home that builds up the domestic church that teaches that, yeah, like the gift giving is cool and it's it's good to give gifts and to receive gifts to know that you are loved and to learn how to share love. But again, remember why this whole season exists. It's to remind us that the greatest gift is that God gave himself through his son, Jesus to save us from our sins and right. bring us eternal life to make us saints in heaven and bring light to the world and which is why christmas is when it is right like the darkest days of the year are behind us and yeah. the days start lengthening the light is returning the sunlight is coming back darkness is dispelling and it is an awesome i mean the church situates our celebration of christmas for a very specific reason and it's ancient too i mean even the churches that will celebrate a couple it, the only reason why they, we're not on the same day is because of the difference in the calendars right. that happened a long time ago. We all used to celebrate on the same day. This right. December 25th is is as ancient as we, as it gets. You, people, I, I was listening to Father Rocky on uh, Relevant Radio. He was like, yeah, you know, do we know when Jesus was born? No, but... What matters is that he was born. It matters is that he was born. Not the date. But, but for, for as far back as we can tell, this is when, they, when right. Christians have celebrated. Since the beginning is right now. And so that lends to the belief like, okay, that's probably because that's how it always was celebrated because that's when it happened. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Bring it back. The, the traditions I love, I love the midnight mass, just a rich pageantry of the midnight mass at Christmas is awesome with the the darkness of the church and the candles and the, the, the singing, Mm -hmm. the, the vocal, the sung announcement of the, the, the pro- salvation the story yeah. is awesome and and man do we do a good job here at saint ed yes we do um richard does an awesome job so next it year if you didn't come this year to midnight mass because this will come out after midnight mass yeah make it a point come to midnight mass we're on your calendar right now it's 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 well worth it it's really great um i was talking to jerome lasky he was saying that oh now my kids are older he's like it's, it's a no-brainer we go to midnight mass. This is awesome. Yes. So it's it's really cool. And sometimes you get a some some characters that come in before they sobered up a bit from their family parties, and you know it's it's a fun crowd. Yeah, <laughs> it's lively. <laughs> That's what it should be, though. It's Christmas. It is. It's Christmas. Come as you are. Merry Christmas, folks. Merry Christmas. All right. So, Paul, to you and yours, Father Rick. Now? Rick. Merry Christmas to all of our uh, podcasters. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next year. Wassail. Merry, 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 merry wassail. I remember <laughs> that song. Da, da, da. I, I didn't tell him to sing that. <laughs>